Penn State University in America. You are in the Penn State University in America, and you are in a class, and you have a, a professor called Professor Nixon. You go into the class, and you sit down. You sit down on the left-hand side, and you are about to have an exam. You're about to have a test, and she says, okay, class, there is exam papers on your desk. You have three questions. You have 10 seconds to solve each one. We'll go through them together. First question, you have 10 seconds to solve. Put your hand up if you got it. Put your hand up if you didn't. Second one, we'll do the same. Third one, we'll do the same. And the questions are three anagrams. So you're on the left side of a room and you sit down and she goes, okay, are you ready? Let's go. 10 seconds to solve this anagram. You look at the anagram, doesn't really make much sense. You try and unjumble the letters. Doesn't, doesn't make much sense. Maybe you write a few down and you're like, oh God, I can't get this. This is really, really difficult. She's like, okay, 10 seconds is up. Put your hand up if you got it. You don't put your hand up and then you look around and everyone to the right has got it. Everyone that you can see has got the answer. They've got the question. And you're like, okay, maybe I just missed something. Maybe I'm being an idiot. Like I really didn't get that question. Didn't make much sense. She goes, okay, next question, 10 seconds, go. You look at the you look at the letters. You don't immediately see anything. You start to start to feel frustrated because you can't get it again. You you feel rushed. Time's ticking. You write a few letters down and you don't get it again. You don't get the anagram. It just makes absolutely no sense. You're like God, that was really hard. And then you look to your look to your right again, and everyone everyone puts their hands up when she says, "Who's who's got it? Who who answered the question? Who was able to solve the anagram?" At this point, you're feeling stupid. You're feeling like an idiot. Everyone has got literally everyone has just answered the first two questions except you. You have not been able to solve them. You have not been able to solve a problem. You feel stupid. You feel frustrated. You feel like an idiot because you couldn't do it. Everyone is getting it because of you. You feel embarrassed. You're like, what's wrong with me? Why can't I get this when everyone else can? And you feel like a subpar human being because you can't do it. And then she's like, okay, third anagram. 10 seconds, go. So you write out again. You look at the look at the words, look at the letters, try and make a word. Nothing makes immediate sense. Time's ticking away. You're getting more and more and more frustrated. You're feeling like more of an idiot because you, you know you're not going to get it again. You didn't get the first two and everyone else did. You feel rushed. And then she's like, okay, time's up. And at this point, frustration is at an all-time high. You feel stupid. You feel an idiot. And she goes, who got it? Who didn't? Everyone to your right puts their hands up, except you. So the third anagram, no one got. Well, you didn't get and everyone got. First two anagrams, you didn't get and everyone got. And there is a plot twist here, and that is, is that if you're on the left side of the room in this class, the first two anagrams in your exam paper were impossible to solve. They they had no answer. They're impossible. But the third anagram, the third anagram for the entire class was exactly the same. It was a nice, easy anagram. If you're on the right side of a class, you had three simple anagrams to solve. If you're on the left side of a class, you had two impossible anagrams to solve, and the same third one everyone had. So why did nobody on the left side of the class get the third anagram when everyone on the right side of the class got the third anagram, when they had the same anagram, the same question? And that comes down to something called learned helplessness. So learned helplessness is, in this case, if, if you're on the left side of the room and you didn't get the first two questions because they're impossible and you saw everyone else getting them, you'd begin to feel like a failure, you would get stressed, you'd get frustrated, you'd feel stupid, you'd feel rushed, you'd feel like, I'm, I'm going to fail this task, I can't do it because the first two questions have shown you that you cannot do it. You write yourself a script, you tell yourself a story that I can't do this, I can't do this task, I'm an idiot, I cannot do it. So when you go to do the third question, 
if you're on the left side of the room, after having those two failures, you're going to be in this state of mind. It's like the law of attraction. You're going to be in this state of mind. You're going to be in this mindset, setting yourself up to fail, this learned helplessness, and you're not going to not going to see clearly, and you're basically you're not going to be able to do it. It's it's a it's been it's a studied fact. Learned helplessness. If you're on the right side of the room and you did those first two anagrams that were easy, the third one would also be easy because you're not experiencing this learned helplessness. So the point I'm trying to make here is that was 30 seconds of conditioning on an exam paper. That was 30 seconds of time trying to answer three anagrams. And if you got the first two wrong, you're going to get the third one wrong as well, even though it's an absolute piece of piss easy. So now imagine what a lifetime of conditioning can do to you. Imagine what a lifetime of learned helplessness from your parents, from your family, from your friends, maybe you're bullied as a child, imagine what that can do to your entire, entire life. So if you're bullied as a child, if you're if you're pushed around and you don't stand up for yourself and you tell yourself this script that I'm a victim, I, I, get, I, I get bullied, this is how people treat me, I get pushed around, you are more likely to be bullied when you're older by your colleagues or peers, you are less likely to stand up for yourself, you're less likely to do well in, in terms of jobs and promotions and fighting for things because you'll be, your uh, relationships, because you'll be telling yourself a script that this is how I'm treated, like this is what I'm used to. You, you, will, you will have this learned helplessness where you're, you don't stand up for yourself, you don't do these things. So this is why it's incredibly important that your environment, you're in a good environment, you have good friends, you have good relationships, you have good people around you. It's why you should never tell, never tell a child that they can't do something, never tell a child that they're stupid or an idiot, or never tell a child that, why, or, or criticize them or tell them that they're a failure. Like it's a terrible, terrible thing to do because you'll be treating them, you'll, you'll be setting them, setting them up for this learned helplessness and it is not going to do them any favors whatsoever it's the same thing as your friends if you're if you've got friends that take the piss if you've got friends that don't support you if you've got people in your lives telling you that you can't do things telling you that you shouldn't try that taking the piss out of your failures telling you that you you can't do this blah 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 it's going gonna, it's gonna to carry on. It's going to snowball and you're going to attract more failures. It's like the law of attraction in the sense that you're going to set yourself up to lose because you have developed this learned helplessness. You want to surround yourself with people that tell you that you can, people that support you. You want to practice small wins and small victories and be in a good environment around good people that are going to support successes and kind of ignore failures, not support failures and encourage them and make them become part of your scripts or psyche. So that is where, that is why I call this podcast, Make Your Bed in the Morning. You get up in the morning, you have a shower, you get out of the shower and on your list, on your to-do list for the day, the first thing you have is make your bed. So you make your bed, you fluff your pillows, you you straighten the sheets, you pull everything nice and taut, nice and tight. You make this absolutely beautiful, beautiful bed and then you cross it off your list. You cross it off your to-do list and that is your first success for the day. That is your first win. That is your first victory. You have something else that's small on the list, like maybe you have go for a morning walk, 10-minute morning walk, or maybe you have read for 10 minutes. You do that simple thing, that simple task, and then you cross it off. 
and you're setting yourself up to win. You're creating these successes, you're creating these victories, you're creating these things where you're putting yourself in this winning, this success mindset where you're gonna keep on chasing these successes, keep on getting into this mentality of, yes, I can fucking do this, rather than starting the day, maybe you go straight into like a really, really hard task, you open email straight away, seeing that you've been rejected or denied in something, and then you're not put getting into your, this. Uh, you're not adopting this learned helplessness, you're adopting this learned success where you're creating more success for yourself rather than putting yourself up putting yourself in this in this mindset of failure and learned fucking helplessness so you want to celebrate these small victories start the day small get these small wins write them down celebrate them cross them off your list start the day right start the day correct and uh, it's going to lead to it's going to lead to bigger things you're going to have this snowball effect you're going to have this success where you're attracting more success rather than attracting more negativity and learned helplessness. So wake up in the morning, make your bed, make it beautifully and start your day right.